Welcome, everybody. It's 6 o'clock here on MutinyRadio.fm. It's time for the Joke Workshop. Here, we have a bunch of comics in the room. We're excited to get started. The way it works, comics do four minutes of material, and they get four minutes of comments from their comedian peers. And me, your host, Pam Benjamin. And I'm back here. I've got a notepad and a pen, and I encourage you to do the same because... You know, we're all here to help each other. And if you're up on stage and you're like, nobody's saying anything, don't waste your four minutes. Use them. Ask people questions. Hey, the joke I did that sounded like this, why didn't you laugh? Like, that stuff works too. But remember to uh, be nice to everybody and feed everyone a shit sandwich. Nice, tasty compliment bun on top. Put the poo in the middle and then a fluffy brioche bone on the bottom. And we'll all eat it together. Yay, the delicious meal of comedy. So, Thanks for being here. When you have a minute, you'll hear the horn. That means wrap it up, feel your minute, and then we all get comments. There's microphones strewn about, and please use one. If there are ones, those aren't working for any reason, come in here. I have microphones in here, too. Your first comedian of the night. Uh, get your hands a clapping and ready. It's Ricky Yane. Thanks, Pam. What's up, beautiful people? <laughs> All right. Um, yo, okay, so this is going to be hard to believe, uh, but I am indeed single. Um, that means that I swipe a lot. Uh, and on these uh, dating apps, uh, I always see girls describe themselves as foodies, which is cool. Uh, what I never see is I never see fat girls describe themselves as foodies. And that makes me think that people are not being honest on dating apps, and that bothers me. Um, because clearly, your picture is worth a thousand calories. <laughs> um, anyway. There's, dating apps are funny. There's something that, there's a lot of things that girls can't do, but guys can't. So let me give you an example. I saw this girl's profile and it says she's sapiosexual. Sapiosexual, yeah. It means that she likes smart people. I had to look that up because I'm not smart people. Um, yeah, as guys, we can't put shit like that on our dating profiles. Right, like I can't even reply to that girl and be like, "Hey, I heard you're sapiosexual. I'm sapiosexual too," because she'd be like, "So you don't think I'm pretty?" <laughs> uh, what else do I got? Um, yeah, so I was calling an Uber. I got a message that says, uh, "This driver is deaf or hard of hearing." Right? It's like, okay, got it. I got in there, and this driver was blasting music, really loud music, extremely uncomfortable, right? And then he was like, yo, let me know if the music's too loud. And I was like, no, you're good, but, like, totally not, because, but, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, you already told me that you're hard of hearing, right? It would be very insensitive for me to tell you to turn down the music, right? I think that's unfair, because I have disabilities, too. Like I, like, I like Uber to send a message to my driver and say, this passenger is lactose intolerant. And then I can go in there and be like, hey, just let me know if my farts are too stinky. 
I'll try to hold it in. Um, so I was in Thailand um, for a wedding, and uh, I went to a massage parlor, because that's what you do in Thailand, and I looked at the menu and said, four hands massage. Like one, two, three, four, four hands. I was like, yo, that's intriguing. I got to try that, right? So I got really excited, got in the room, like undressed and everything. Uh, and then two ladies came in, and I was sorely disappointed. <laughs> I was sorely disappointed because I, I felt like they, I, I let them walk all over me. Because what, <laughs> what I was expecting was, I was expecting a massage from a person with four hands. Right, because people tell me Thailand's weird and stuff, so that's what I was expecting. And also, if I have four hands, if I'm a person with four hands, I would definitely be a massage therapist, because I want to do what I'm good at. Right, like it's either massage therapist or juggler, and only one of them's a real job. And um, what else do I got? <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, uh, I was really disappointed because that whole massage session was two hours, um, four hands, and a zero hand job, uh, which meant that I got rejected four times. All right. Um, my last thing. Okay, so uh, they say it's hard to do comedies these days because people are so sensitive. Um, and I'm new, so you know I'm just getting to know what that means. And I was at this joke workshop, <laughs> and then uh, unfortunately I tried to tell a rape joke, uh, and then the guy got up and was like, "You can't tell a rape joke. That's not funny enough." And I was like, "Oh, you're right. There are different levels of funny, and what you can get away with depends on how funny you are." Um, but I was like, "There's also different levels of rape." Right? Like, I think I'm funny enough right now to make fun of really bad dates. And at some point, I might advance to statutory rape, but like the really light ones with the 18-year-old and the 17-year-old, and the 18-year-old's not even American, so he doesn't know the rules. But one day, I want to be so funny that sex offenders think that I'm the Bill Cosby of comedy. All right, that's it. Thanks. Okay, so you ran the light Sorry. by a minute Sorry. and 15 seconds. Oh, it can cut short the feedback session. Well, no, 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 it's not. I mean, it's just, it's just something for you to know that you ran, you ran the light. Mm. Um, and you, I mean, it, it was kind of an amazing set because you punched down on everything. Like you started on fat people, then you punched down on women, then you punched down on people with disabilities, and then you went. I mean, and like, and then I'm like, jugglers. Where are you gonna? What are you gonna punch down on next? Clowns. Uh, it was. It was. I mean, I'm. Um, you know, you're trying to be edgy, but it's coming off as like really like. Uh, I can't, I don't, people, other people can say what they think about, I mean, I, I, I'm like, I mean, I guess, here's the thing, you offended everyone except, except yourself, like you, you punched down on everyone, but you never made fun of yourself, so it was hard because it was like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, you've got to start self-deprecating because yeah. I, you, I, I mean, I, tried to do a fat joke once I can't cause I'm a skinny bitch. Like I can never do, do you know what I mean? Like there's certain things people can't hear from your face, not your, like my face. I know there's things, but there's, but your face can say so many things. And you said like some, like, like, uh, like borderline <laughs> kind of super offensive things. Yeah. But then it's like, if you gave it some context about who you are, maybe those things would be mm. less I, other people. Mm. I mean, feel free to ch yeah. chip in. Thanks man.
I like the direction, dude. I like where you're going with this. Pam's exactly right. You punch on yourself, and like, and like, if you're gonna go for it, like, you know, you just gotta go for it. Punch down. Make sure the punch lines are sharp. You know. But I like the direction, dude. Keep going. Thanks, Will. Cool. Oh, was there other comments? What, are there other comments from people? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcy, go ahead. Validate the punching down thing, but also, yeah, I mean, there are like changes you can make that don't make you look like such an asshole. Like um, when you said fat girls, you could say thick, because mm. thick girls, there's like a, you know, people are, are in, sort of say that you're attracted to them because there is a real move, you know, movement to to um, thicker women, thank God. Oh, um, and then, um, right, the music too loud, I didn't understand like what the joke was there because it just sort of made sense. He was hard of hearing, the music was too loud. And I know you said something later, but maybe tell us, like, did you believe him? Did you not believe him? That could be something that turns into something funny. Um, when you said four hand jobs, no, four hands and zero hand jobs, I think it might be catchier to say four hands and zero jobs. <laughs> you know, um, and then, um, please stay away from rape. Yeah, please, please for the love of God, please stay, away from, stay rape. away from rape. Please stay away from rape. No. Thank you. No, just don't. Just stay away from. Just stay away. From, just stay away from. It's that easy. No, Ian, go ahead. Oh well, is it done? No, no, go ahead. Say what you need. Say what you oh, want to okay. say, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can say whatever you like. It doesn't. I well, now it's just weird. I'm just staring into your eyes. But, um, <laughs> I, I just. Uh, how how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, three months. Three months. Yeah. I um. I would just the general advice I'd give to newer comics is is pretty much everyone they start out they just go for kind of more offensive material. Because it's it's just what a lot of people gravitate towards. I think probably everyone in here, when they first started, just talked about like race, sex, and drugs in their first sets. Um, and so I would, I mean, my advice usually to, to people is I think all of those topics are perfectly valid, and you can talk about them. But a lot of people use them as a crutch because just by the sheer fact that they're offensive, you'll sometimes get kind of nervous laughter and stuff. Uh -huh. So I would purposely, when you're at least starting out, try to avoid those topics because it makes it harder to be funny. But then when you, if you get, if you learn how to make jokes and then come back to those topics, there'll be a lot stronger jokes. That, does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just something to, when you're writing, try to maybe find a different, uh, different route or something. But that's, yeah. Yeah, Put your hands together, everybody, for Ricky Yang! Yay! <laughs> Woo! That's how the joke workshop works. Moving right along, put your hands together for your next comedian, Pete Fulmer! Oh, hell yeah. Although, Ricky, I will say, uh, Pam was saying don't punch down on clowns. I disagree with that. Fuck clowns. <laughs> They've had it too good for too long. It's about time somebody took those bitches down a notch. That's no, fine. Uh, I lost my virginity at 18. Uh-huh. Yeah, waited for it to be legal. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was 19. Uh, and, and I thought that was the last time uh, that I was going to lose my virginity, uh, but that's not the case. Because, uh, I don't know, have you guys ever been to a new restaurant for the first time with an annoying person? Yeah, so I, I did this recently. I was on a date with a girl, and we went to this restaurant called Brooks, and we're outside. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for you to lose your Brooks virginity. I was like, yeah, me too, but I thought your name was Sarah. Uh, 
And then we get in, and I was very confused. The way Joyce has come up to us, she's like, is this your guys' first time? And she's like, it's not mine, but it is his. He's about to pop his Brooks cherry. And I was like, all right, what the fuck is about to happen to me? What's in this food? I don't like it. Uh, and nothing really happened. We just kind of sat there, uh, awkwardly looking at each other. Every now and then, I'd be like, oh, this is great. And she'd be like, mm-hmm. Uh, so in that way, it was really a lot like how when I did lose my virginity, right? Did that, did, did that pa- oh, I'll ask about feedback later. That's fine. <laughs> uh, okay, that tells me all I need to know. Um, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, um, I don't know sports very well. I don't follow sports. Uh, but I, I appreciate the role of like sports conversations for men because we men could be kind of closed off. We could keep things close to the chest. And sports conversations are a great way to have a 45-minute conversation and not share a single thought or feeling. You just go back and forth like, Julio Jones had 200 yards last week. And somebody else would be like, yeah, but he had 190 yards the week before that. Just say facts back and forth to each other, not learn a single thing about one another. And then at the end, both guys can walk away being like, that guy's fucking cool, you know? Tight. Uh, I uh, called an Uber recently. Yeah, stop bragging. Um, and uh, the, uh, the Uber driver, it said, uh, this Uber driver is known for great conversation. Which, like, first of all, oof. Uh, but I don't like that because I don't think that's where the bar needs to be for Uber drivers. Like, I don't, I don't expect a great conversation. I have podcasts. That's a great conversation that I don't have to participate in and can turn off whenever I want. So good on the conversation front. Also, I think we can start with some more rudimentary badges and then work up, right? Like, I would be thrilled if I saw a badge that was like, where's deodorant? Or like, doesn't listen to Kid Rock. Or like quiet masturbator, right? And whatever, whatever works. And so I get in the Uber and I'm super scared because there's so much pressure on me at this point. I got this freaking conversational maestro sitting in the front seat and I'm supposed to talk to him all the time or else I'm a fucking idiot, right? And so he comes in, I'm already, and he's like, uh, you going to the airport? And I was, so I was like, yeah, conversation already going well. And then he was like, where are you headed? And I said, San Francisco. And then he said, are the Giants playing? And I was like, I don't know. So uh, yeah, about as good of a conversation as I would have wanted, honestly. Cut that off. Yeah, I'm going to have to do something else with that joke. I don't think I have a good way to end that. Um, they, they, I was at Bed Bath & Beyond today. I was at Bed Bath & Beyond today. And um, I was wearing this, and two different people in my trip to Bed Bath & Beyond asked me if I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond. Which, like, I don't, you know, I didn't think I had resting Bed Bath & Beyond face, but fucking here you go. And I think it's just that... Um, People think you work at Bed Bath & Beyond if you're young, because only old people shop at Bed Bath. I tried to make it work into a thing, but I gotta, I gotta think about it. I would have been, oh, I should have had, okay, all right. Oh, I had a curtain rod. See, I, I was carrying, and don't worry about it. I was carrying a curtain rod. I don't need to just explain my trip to Bed Bath & Beyond. The joke <laughs> is fucking killed. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Pete Ballmer, everyone. Also, incidentally, chose the music for today. You're listening to Take On Me over and over and over yeah, again. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I love. I have to start with my uh, a big compliment. I love your facts joke so much that I retold it last week to Jonathan. Like we were, oh, like we were out somewhere, and I'm like, oh, honey, Pete had the best joke about. It was like a sports joke. And it was really funny, and it was oh. about men. And I was telling him, and he was like, that's really funny. Oh, and yeah. like, and I was just explaining what the joke was, and so. I, 
I, it affected me so much. And you rushed through it today because I know you already know that joke, but I just wanted to yeah. tell you I love that joke. Well, that part I did just now was like a, another chunk from like a, the, the earlier joke that I like tell often. So that's, but yeah, I, thank I you so much. I love that yeah. facts joke. And your yeah. shoes today are amazing. They're thank teal. You. The radio audience can't see them, but they're great. Yeah, they can't. And uh, your fruginity I love the idea, but it's too long. I, I got yeah. lost. And the other thing is, like, I was listening and I was with you, but then I lost you for a sec. But then I was back and then someone walked in the door and then I looked at them and then you, so you had a punchline and I was like, I'd lost Yeah, him. I think that punchline kind of was... got eaten by the guy walking in. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to chalk it up to that. Not bad joke right yeah, now. But unless, it was, I, but I was Ian lost. Levy has any suggestions for me. My, my point is that I was, I was distracted and, and it was that long that I was distracted from your joke. Even yeah, though I was yeah, trying yeah. to pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah, no, but I got to cut it down, but yeah, appreciate it. Cool. Thank Ian you. has things to say. Uh, I want to hear more about Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, okay. Maybe explain it in more detail. No, yeah, um, we'll talk yeah. after. I um uh for the uh, the sex joke, I think it almost uh, the virginity stuff. You kind of set up when you actually lost your virginity, and then you do like the first time, and then you go into the story with mm-hmm. uh, the, the 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 what was it, Beth? Uh, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Brooks yeah, and yeah. you said. I think honestly, I would just start that bit right at the the girl saying like, "Oh, are you ready to lose your Brooks virginity?" And you're like, "Oh, I thought." Oh yeah, I don't need to say this. I think the first. whole set, unless it's a stronger bit or no, connects no, 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 no. you're totally to right. And I, I do that too much. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything you do is wrong. Yeah. So no, no, no. Uh, um, uh, but but yeah, I think that because that's just a much stronger joke to get yeah. you right into the bit and going. Yeah. Um, I do think it's re- the idea if you come up with something else for it. I think the idea of just saying I lost my virginity when I was 19 for the first time yeah is funny yeah. I don't know where you go from there is it just funny because it's late like late or what's the <laughs> uh, I just the idea of losing it a second time oh okay but actually in a, a sex way oh yeah oh yeah because yeah, then if I if I just say like the virginity about the restaurant then I can kind of yeah I see what you're saying yeah okay. yeah but yeah. but I would I would honestly just either do that with a different bit no I'm not, I'm not gonna yeah yeah okay. yeah do this something else it's a it's a it's like an oblique allusion to butt sex but it's not it's like yeah, losing your virginity gonna, for the first time, which means that you would, but you're, it's not like you're saying it, but it's like people might, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, a second time would be I, if he was had butt sex. And I tried <laughs> that before. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't think I, you I, need to say it. I think I that. I did not go to butt sex. Me I just thought you were a sweet Never does. Boy, yeah. so I, <laughs> but that's why it was my own little sick pleasure about that punchline. Cause I, that's where I, I was like, aha, oh, second yeah, virginity would be. The butt virginity. Maybe you were just like, as, I don't know if you want to go. I know some people don't like completely making stuff up, but maybe if you're just like misled on what it meant to lose your virginity, yeah, like yeah. You thought it was the first time you made a candle, or I don't know, and, and it could just be anything dumb, and then yeah, sort of like oh, I've already lost my okay, yeah, this is dumb. Okay. No, I like the I like the candle. That's, that's a yeah, good well, idea. Yeah, that's mine now. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, you do look like you work at Bed Bath and Beyond. I it tells you can I we can't... unpack that in a way that's helpful for me comedically because I would love to hear more about that. Why? Who works at Bed Bath and Beyond? Because you look like. You look, you look helpful and kind. That was sweeter than I thought it was going to be. You look, right. like, you look like a full-grown man who hasn't gone through puberty. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah. That is my vibe. Yeah. yeah, like you seem very safe. Yeah, so safe. Yeah. He can sell you betting. You don't want an unsafe person. To like if yeah. you and my girlfriend flew to Spain for like a week together, I wouldn't be worried. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah I have some good news mean. for you then. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not flying. I'm not. Mean, I'm but, not uh, flying to your girlfriend. Yeah, you're, you're very uh, masculine and intimidating. Sweet. Peter. All right, tight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> to to finish the Bed Bath and Beyond joke, where you were gonna go with it, which we talked about outside, was that um, you people you realize that people come up to you because 
young people don't actually shop there because they buy their shit on Amazon. Correct. So all the old people assume that it's that. Yeah, it's you're like the one if there's a young there. person, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. and I think. And there's yeah. more to go with that. You should go with it. And I just need to comment that Ian, you look even less harmful than. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. Wait a minute. For, Fucking. For the, <laughs> you're the least intimidating. Have, have you met me? Yeah. <laughs> um, you look like Peter Pan. But. Um, <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah. You should Good go one, to Peter. Your, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You Sorry. you yeah. mentioned that you got a a curtain rod, um, which I yes. thought, which I think you should put into the joke and talk about how you had um, your curtains up with pins. You said. Yeah. Yeah, um, which is, is just a joke in itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. In that, you know, uh, you don't qualify as grown up or something or just yeah. being a male comic. I guess that's typical. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I think you should try to work that out. That's yeah, my I should conclusion. try to work And then I agree out. with Ian on the way you started the the joke um, about you losing your virginity. Um, the idea I thought was like maybe you should say, I recently lost my virginity um, and then go straight into it. And so I they're they're thinking about sex and then you talk about a restaurant. I, um, I don't, I think for your character, I don't think it's believable okay. enough that you've lost your virginity. I think it's totally Thanks, believable. Man. No, like ever. I believe, uh. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, th- I thought the recency is it's, it's been four minutes, right? Yeah, no, we definitely, <laughs> we're definitely, back, we're right? gonna, everybody clap wildly for Pete Ballmer, yay! Pete Ballmer, he's a gem, he's a joy. Uh, so is your next comedian. She was just giving great comments. Put your hands together, everybody, for Marcy Rogo! And I expect just as harsh feedback, so please write stuff down. Thank you. Um, so, hey, everybody. Um, I got fired like a month ago for the first time. It was my first time. Thank you. So I've been at this mic. Um, and uh, I got fired for being too collaborative too soon, actually. Um, Silicon Valley Horror Story. Um, apparently, I asked for access to too many spreadsheets um, in my first week. And I asked too many questions to my coworkers. Um, I was just trying to make some friends. Um, uh, also, I'm a woman. So, yeah, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it, it was no surprise to me that these crazies were based in Florida, America's armpit. Um, and this place is a place that keeps, you know, getting wiped out by hurricanes, um, which they name as if they're some sort of friend, um, like humanizing the, the apocalypse, the, the hand of God that continues to wipe you out because you're a gun owner or um, racist. All right, let's let's go to something different. Um, okay, so something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and this is something I do sometimes, and I haven't talked about it yet. I actually can't even believe I'm talking about it with the recording mic. Um, it's only though when I when I really need it and I'm feeling very low. Um, about once a month, I go to Soul Cycle. <laughs> yep. I know, I know. I know. Um, but here's the thing. So after going a few times, I'm convinced that they're act- this is actually like a total cover. It's like a, a secret recruiting effort to create like an elite um, army of like women and gays. Um, like on the wall, it says like athlete, legend, warrior, right? Um, there are also cameras. Uh, if you look closely, there are cameras all over the ceiling, um, which I find odd because they're nobody allowed in the room except for the teacher. So why do they need to have cameras? Um, and just something to think about. Um, maybe it's too real. I think it's because they're fucking watching. 
Um, and that's really the real reason that I go slow. I go slower than the pack uh, because I don't want to be recruited. <laughs> I have no interest in being recruited for this army. I was thinking I should also maybe just wear a shirt next time that says Jew. Uh, then they'll know, because you know Jews don't do sports. Um, it's also, it's, maybe it's not the US government. Maybe it's like the Fijian government, right? Because um, the Fijians actually provide the water. I don't know what they're putting in it, but they're quite a small island um, where they could use an army. Um, or it could be just the Illuminati, all of that. Um, no matter what class it is, there's also a row of women and gay men in the front, always the front row, where the women only wear sports bras and not tops. I call them the eat-nothings. Um, there was this one eat-nothing the other day who actually looked like me. She had some, like, a stomach that wasn't completely concave. Um, but then the lights went on, and... And somebody asked her when she was due, um, turned out she's pregnant. Oh, Bitch. Um, last, I just had a thought. I was on vacation with my family this week, and I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, but why are baby boomers the only people that keep their phone on loud? <laughs> really, I'm just like, it doesn't make sense because actually hearing aids now connect to Bluetooth on the phone, so they don't even need to put it on loud. It just grinds my gears a little. It might be like a confidence thing. You know, you want to show you're popular. That's all I've got for today. Thanks, everybody. Yay, Marcy Rogo, yay. Yay, and then yay. I enjoyed that set very much. Thanks. Um, I think, I'm sorry that you were fired for the first time, but I think it's going to so yield good. a lot of great jokes for you. Thanks. Um, and I feel like with that too collaborative thing too soon, there's got to be something you can lay under it as like a double entendre. Yeah, I'm really struggling makes with it. it. Like, you know, and, and it's one of those things where I don't like to always go like straight. Everyone loves sex jokes, but then sometimes I feel like when I do too many sex jokes that it makes me dumber because I feel like, oh, I should be smarter than just doing sex jokes. But I mean, too collaborative too soon at a new job. I mean, it's just leaning like Picture, right yeah. into that, right? Okay. Like it's putting its boobs right up against the glass ceiling. It's like, oh, how collaborative am I? Um, so I would find what the double entendre is that works for you. But I mean, I, I mean, Soul Cycle was great, a great setup for the whole thing. Maybe that they're using your pedaling work to power something oh yeah that's like that it's some energy source and you're like i'm not gonna give you my labor i'm not gonna give you my energy um something and the, and the pregnant lady i thought that was a great little twist at the end i i enjoyed everything you're working on i i was Thanks. very entertained hey hey all right so i love the joke idea of like I, I, I don't know, Soul Cycle, is that what it's called? Yeah. All right, I love that joke idea. Cool. I love the Illuminati reference. I love the pregnant bitch at the end. Great joke. Oh, Thanks. Oh, pregnant bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I, I had a re I, I'm sorry to jump in, but I had a thing, Illuminati, because you just talked about Fiji water, and what if, I don't know if it's too, Illuminati. Like, there's Fiji water, oh, and then like there's Illuminati. I don't know. Cause just because you talked about Fiji water. It's a dumb pun. Sorry, go ahead. I could be I'm like sorry. Ian. I could do some puns. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for interrupting you. Degrade my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong here. Um, yeah, you know, you could say uh, Pam was saying the uh, Soul Cycle like generates energy for something. All the cycling, 
you could say it uh, generates uh, it generates money for conservative politicians. Ah, 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 and then. Um, yeah, I uh, also I don't know. You could add more to the wearing a shirt that says Jew, where you just said I got it and then decided maybe it's not the greatest idea to label myself as a Jew, just you know in historical context. Fair right? enough. I don't know. That's did anyone, did anyone go through eighth grade? Did we learn about? Okay, no, I'm <laughs> only on. Okay, uh, and then. Um, uh yeah oh and then the soul cycle with the cameras it just felt to me it was like going in a more uh like a 1984 kind of thing almost you made it sound like so i don't know you could expand on that and just make it more uh make them come off as more authoritarian just make it more ridiculous if that makes uh, sense. okay yeah, more yeah. ridiculous like start with the cameras and then go from there ah thanks good feedback thanks ian yeah oh i have one i have one i have a couple of things uh, in the beginning, you're you're getting fired thing uh, for asking too many questions. Like, what are those questions? Maybe um, you talk about being a woman. Maybe there's some like question that only a woman would ask in like a corporate setting, and like you just get, you got fired for being a woman asking questions in a corporate setting. Whatever. Um, uh, the the levels at Soul Cycle: athlete, legend, warrior. Like like athletes at the bottom. But the legends at the top, but they wrote it in the middle. Like it's something funny there, in my opinion. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, like Pam was like getting too close too quickly or whatever you said. Like something like you just keep trying to blow people in the office, and then you just like, <laughs> and then you just keep doing that. Maybe like in the soul cycle, like, I just had the cameras there, and I just kept trying to blow my coach in the soul cycle. And then like you have like a third anything that just you could get more ridiculous trying to like blow a do, whatever. Um, that's funny. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Put your hands together, everybody, again, for Marcy Rogo! Yay! Yay! Your next comedian, get your hands a-clapping. It's cat hater Ryan Schooley! That's right, I hate cats. I uh, I smoke weed and I spit right on their precious little faces. That's... I like how that's like the reputation I've built for myself in the San Francisco comedy scene is just the the guy who spits on cats. It's a it's a joke I did once. Um, I did it. I did a lot, but uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it today. Uh, I'm getting ready to propose to my girlfriend, though. That's a thing I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm very excited. Very very fun. Uh, I was going to different jewelers looking for diamond rings, you know, and I, I was talking to this one guy behind the counter. I'm like, hey, man, it's really important to my girlfriend and I that we have an ethically sourced diamond. And he was like, that's not a problem, man. We have ethically sourced diamonds right here in stock. But just so you know, they start at about nine grand. And I'm like, I will take your bloodiest diamond, please. It's, you, uh, you could actually get a surprisingly good deal on a diamond if you're willing to buy it with a child's severed fingers still attached. That's, that's a fun fact. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I uh, got to get the ring. Um, I've been trying to look up like romantic ways to propose to. Uh, a, lot, a lot of my friends, they're already married. They, they've done a bunch of stuff. I hate people who, uh, who propose, though. This is like a common trope. They propose by renting the airplane that skywrites marry me, you know? Because in my mind, like, that's just rude. That's a rude way to propose to your girlfriend. Not rude for your girlfriend, because you, she's going to love it. You and your girlfriend are going to have this super memorable romantic moment. It's rude because of the dozens of other men walking through the city. You have to turn to their girl and be like, 
that is not for you. That is actually... <laughs> I just... I feel bad for the one guy who happens to go to tie his shoe next to his girlfriend while the plane goes overhead, you know? He's just getting down there like, man, I really need to break up with Ashley. Why does she look so happy right now? I don't understand, you know? <laughs> She's very, very, <laughs> very happy. I, um... I started a I started a comedy show in Oakland, and it's not going great. It's it's <laughs> it is very hard to get people to go to comedy shows. It turns out we're we're doing this thing where like if they a bunch of a bunch of people do this, but like if they pay to go to our show, we also give them free pizza. And I was going out, I was barking for the show, I was passing out flyers at the bar. And I cannot tell you how disheartening it is to see the disinterest in people's face when I say stand-up comedy and then the joy in their eye when I say free pizza. Like, it is absolutely crushing. What I've gotten from the whole thing, I will never make it as a comic, but I could open a pizza parlor tonight. Like, it will be very successful. People like pizza. They like it more than my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, guys. Um, that's really all I wanted to work on. If we're gonna call it there. Wow, Ryan Schooley, yay! Yeah, giving a minute back to the room. That was so sweet of you. Oh yeah. That new stuff is great at the end. That stuff. I, I love. You also tweaked the blood diamond one a little bit, and the tweak was great. Oh, okay. You tweaked you. the little bit about the finger being attached or whatever. Like you did it more flippantly or something than you usually do. And whatever you did tonight, listen to it again. It totally worked. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm still. I'm a little worried that no matter how I say seven finger, real people are gonna be like, Ugh, too dark. T but. Today it worked. Okay, I, don't, yeah. I mean, I think it works anyways. But I like the way you said it today. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think that would probably work. If I mean, yeah, I think if the joke is strong enough, it, it doesn't really matter how dark it is. It usually get a good reaction unless it's about something super bleak. And yeah, yeah. yeah for, you can get away with that. I think. Okay, I, th I cool. think it works. Sure. Um, I I just wish you had more material about spitting on cats. That's really <laughs> what I what I've come to expect from the schoolie brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you should start an Instagram uh, <laughs> channel where you just spit on cats. That's my uh, get your comedy voice out there. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's all I had to say. But it, no, it was good stuff. Thanks. Uh, yeah, with the first joke, uh, Blood Diamonds, I think it's a great joke. Um, I do, uh, and maybe that's just because it's all comics here, but I feel like the, it's like an orgasm joke where everybody kind of can see where it's going. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's more about the value of the punchline. I think you could almost merge the tag and the punchline together, you know, okay, instead yeah, of yeah. just saying like, give me your bloodiest diamond, which is funny. The finger aspect, I think is a funnier line and I think it's more shocking, but I don't know. Does anybody else feel like it was kind of like, like that's where it was. The joke was going like, maybe was that just me where I'm, Kind of picturing like you're, you're like obviously it's like the ring's gonna be too expensive so yeah yeah because you said ethically sourced and it's immediately like oh okay kind of you uh. yeah but th that's a good softball joke for like regular people like when you do a when you do fucking comedy Oakland and you're doing the competition that joke is gonna get great laughs because yeah. it's it's widely acceptable and people know where you're coming from it's like 
and it's a little edgy because it involves death. Like regular people don't think like we do. They don't think all smart and with weird connections in their brains to words and shit. They're impressed by that <laughs> joke. Like I know it's not good enough for Kelly fucking Evans, but <laughs> it's a good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Opinions, all right? It's a good. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm fucking joking. I but added the caution that it may be because I've just you know I'm already seeing the joke. I've already seen the joke too before, but that's just yeah. that's all I was thinking. Okay. Cool. Other comments are just evangelista. I like the gesture you went on one knee. That's a good add-on to it. The, oh, the what? What part? When you went on your uh, one knee when you bend your... Yeah, I didn't want to go all the way on one knee because that was a new tag, and if it didn't work, I would have to stand back up in silence, and I'm like, nah, gonna... <laughs> but maybe I'll try. Oh, always yeah. go for it. Okay. I, yeah. just, I was did a pratfall on the stage, and no one laughed, and I had to stand <laughs> up. And it was very embarrassing. Yeah. Nine times deeper oh, knee bends. I don't, don't want to look at your face. Whatever new stuff you did on the end of that joke was great, too. But whatever stuff you finished with, I... I'm, it's out of my head now because I'm super high, but the, it was new stuff I'd never heard from you, and I thought it was really funny. And now I don't, I, what were you talking about at the end? I'm such a jerk. Um, the guy who goes to tie a shoe next to the girlfriend and the plane goes Oh, the plane. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But there was, it was at the end of that because I've heard that before. Um, oh, yeah, he's go, he, he goes to tie a shoe, and he's like, oh, I should break up with her. And then he's just like, oh, why is she so happy? Yeah, I love it. Cool. And I, I also love that Jonah Pollock's eating into the microphone. <laughs> right into the microphone. He's very polite and considerate. I love you, Jonah. Um, 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 uh, yeah, with the blood diamond, just yeah, how far can it go, you know? Yeah, I want to inlay it in ivory. Like, you just really <laughs> yeah. lay into, like, how uh, to make it the worst ring, you know? Like, still attached to the kid's finger, maybe? Maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go. Uh, maybe it can come with, like, a bio of the kid. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, something about, like, uh, with the shoe tying, how you feel bad for all those guys. Just, like, it's just a stupid tag I thought of. It's just like, and that's why I always wear Velcro. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Talk about being likable. <laughs> uh, comments? Other comments? Comments, comments, comments. Up, oh, Marcy's coming up. She's coming around, <laughs> hitting the mic. It's not you. Oh, thanks, thanks. Touch people that likes to do that. Um, so this is really quick. The the thing the the proposing over in the plane. Usually it says like, "Will you marry me, Ashley? Will you marry me?" So I think it would actually be even a little bit more believable or, or funny if you said. Every guy in San Francisco with a girlfriend named Ashley just got yeah. like fucked, right? Because usually doesn't just say marry me. Okay, yeah. Not sure. that I pay attention to that. So. <laughs> you could also uh, maybe be like, you know, something about how like jet fuel causes global warming. Like it's, <laughs> it would be it would be unfair to like the human race to make such a gesture to you. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, think, yeah. You think you're worth. Yeah, Our children not being able to live on this planet. Well, you'll so murder. Like you'll word. murder an African child for a ring, but you won't pollute the sky. <laughs> for the <laughs> yes, or you got to draw the line somewhere, Ryan. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, everybody, clap wildly. Ryan Schooley, yay! <laughs> All right, moving right along. Everyone knows how the joke workshop works. Clap your hands together for Jared Cena. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? All right. Fuck yeah. Doing stand-up. So I'm from San Diego. Anyone heard of San Diego? Obviously, that's a stupid question. Of course, you guys knew what San Diego is. But anyways, uh, it's a really judgmental place, which is why I kind of like this place better. Uh, I remember my first impression of San Francisco. 
I remember I was just on the Muni, just reading something, and this homeless guy right next to me was just smoking crack. I just remember thinking, God damn, I fucking love this city already. <laughs> finally, I can finally smoke crack in public without people judging me. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, where is I going? Oh, yeah. So, as you guys can see, I'm really energetic. And no, I did not take a shot or do cocaine. Everyone always fucking asks me that. Uh, the reason why I'm so energetic is because I used to do rap battles in high school. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so fun fact about me, I got caught up by the cops selling weed in high school. Uh, the funny thing is, I got caught up the day after I decided to sell weed in high school. Yeah, apparently the classroom is not a good place to ask people if they want to buy marijuana from you. No. Especially not if you sit in the front row. Or if one of the people you ask is your substitute teacher. <laughs> yeah, I used to sell candy, and I thought I could emulate those, uh, that same business practice that I did. Yeah, it turns out those two businesses have completely different advertising campaigns. Uh, but anyways, uh, but you know, I, I love being adult and in San Francisco because it's just so, weed is just so easily accessible now. I love it. Like, like I used to struggle when I was in high school. Nowadays, if, I, if I'm an adult and I want to get weed, I can just go to the local middle school, find that seventh grader selling drugs, just beat the shit out of him and start stealing his weed. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, that's the mutant material I have for you today. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right. Cheer it. I got chuckles this time. I've been going on three straight bombs. All right, let's get it. So I think you set yourself up for a great joke at the beginning when you say, I used to rap battle, and then you don't rap battle. So my challenge to you for next week is, I mean, you could rap battle about selling marijuana in the first row or whatever. Yeah. Do you know, because you, you, you basically give us this expectation that you're going to. Oh. rap for us you're like because i used to do rap battling and then you go on oh. to selling drugs in junior high but if you did a rap about selling drugs in junior high then i'd be like fucking on board you know because okay. because use your energy for like an act out like that yeah i Does can actually freestyle so like, well you I should do that, do that and that that gives you an opportunity to riff on the audience like that's the best crowd work ever if you can fucking riff on the crowd and rap at the same time you're a winner you have tons of time. You should try it. And after, does anyone have anything to say, or do you want to? Ian looks like he's having a secret conversation with Jonah. <laughs> no, no. Jo he's jo like, "Can I have some of your burrito?" Challenge me to rap battle him, but I, I can't. I can't. I can't rap. Um, uh, I yeah. I think it's funny if because the rap battles a lot of times. I only know from watching Eight Mile. You know. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> me too. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, if it is how it is, a lot of times people kind of uh, throw down their credentials for being tough, and I think it's funny the idea of you literally only being a drug dealer for one day and it all falling apart with getting <laughs> rat. So it's just you try, I think you, there could be a funny joke there of you trying to rap about sounding tough even though it only lasted for one day. <laughs> like, this is a rap game, lasts 17 hours. <laughs> I've been in it, or I don't know. Something wow, like that. that's great. I never considered that. Something, yeah. yeah, I never, what's up, dude? What do you got to say? Some uh, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> smoke weed dude no um yeah i've seen you like a few times and like you you uh you'll start a joke you'll do you'll just drop a premise and then you won't like finish it like i used to rap battle and then you go just go right to the next thing there was nothing about rap battle i used to sit i used to i sold weed and i used to sit in the front and like that's its own 
it's, that's like a good setup like uh just because you can sit in the front because i'm asian or whatever or whatever you know like you just like uh elaborate more elaborate more maybe slow down a little bit maybe like like get all your like if you write stuff down you'll see that there's like a lot you're like you speak very densely um is that a good or bad thing it's it's neither one it's just like you you give us a lot of information and then like with that like the, in in information there's like potential for like punchlines or tags or things like that okay you know what i mean yeah you, you're it. you're you're giving us premises and then you just move on to the next premise so it's okay. like yeah. by saying like I have all this energy, which is great because I used to rap battle. And then when you switch gears and we're like, no, you got to stay with that train, you know, and like ride. And it takes a long time to like ride it through. Like, oh, God, am I still. But I really think that you should use the time to like use the rapping skills to connect with the audience. Okay. Does that make sense? Like you can and especially rap battles, you're making fun of people. And so if you like rift on the audience although crowd work is so hard but it gives you an opportunity to do crowd work yeah i can definitely do crowd work. i was honestly thinking about doing that i was just scared to do it today to be honest but thank you um i like this new opener i think you know you you can sometimes come off as intimidating which i think is part of your shtick so and i think you're you're working with that well i wonder if you know you started with something like um you know people look at me and they think i'm in the military um, and it's true, uh-huh. I'm a fighter, I, I rap battle. Yeah, um, that's a funny you know, joke, and then there you go. You kind of like, you know, get the audience on your side as you rap battle, and then it, it just makes you a little more relatable. Um, okay. But I can see progress, and great job. Thank you so much. Can You still have like a couple minutes, can you, you have like a minute, can you do a little rap for us? Can you rap battle something just for a sec? Just uh, give us okay. the Okay, 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 okay. You can roast okay. me if you want. I'm on stage and I'm feeling like the man. I'm, I, I'm high, so shout out to my homie Pam because she smoked me out and I feel so great. And now I'm fucking around just rapping on stage. And here, that's my friend Cody. That's a real dude right here. He's not a phony. And it's great he finally got out here doing, com- doing stand-up comedy because he's always at home playing fucking Sony PlayStation. And you just stay slaving. And you look like you're about to go and work out. And then you gotta, I don't know. I'll work on it. Yay! Put your hands together, everybody, for Jared! Yay! Rap battles! Yay! Um, thank you guys all for being here and hanging out. We have a, a real, we have a special, we have a special guest coming up next, and uh, I hope you guys all. Pay super close attention. It's his first time ever going up, so I want you to be super kind, take lots of notes, and be just an awesome audience, everybody, for Esteban. Yes, my name's actually pronounced Esteban Rubio. It's Esteban Osvaldo Rubio. It's one of those uh, pretentious names. Um, And yes, it's pretentious in Spanish as well. Um, This is like... I'm up here seriously for the first time ever. I'm, I'm fucking. I was over there having a heart attack until she called my name. Um, um, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. Uh, supposedly you're supposed to come here. I, I, I kind of like 
I signed uh, my friend signed me up for this. He was like, "Hey, he was the guy that always tells me, yeah, you're funny and all this crap, you know." Uh, so I got a beer. He was supposed to be here, um, and then he calls. Uh, he gave me a text earlier today, and he's like, "Dude," uh, and that was it, right? And I was like, "Oh shit, what happened?" You know, I'm like, "Great," you know, like maybe something really, really bad happened, and we don't have to come tonight. And then, um, of course, um, he's like, "Dude, my grandma fell," and I was like, "Oh, that motherfucker!" I was like, uh, um, but she did, she fell, she got really hurt, and um, now I feel really bad about that. Um, anyways, uh, we recently went to Spain, um, and then we started talking about like doing something like this. He, uh, during the whole time there, I was making him laugh and all that, and um, we were just jotting down stuff, and then uh, it, he's one of those dudes that like, um, has to point out like sexy women to you. I don't know, you, you guys, mostly guys, all the women left, except for a couple over here. Sorry, don't mean to count you guys out. Um, yeah, um, and then in Spain, oh my god, there's gorgeous women everywhere. I mean, and all kinds, different kinds. And he's one of those dudes that, um, you know, he has to like grab you, bump it, you know, like, hey, hey look at that over there, look at that. Like, yeah, I know a very beautiful woman he's like yeah i know i'm just would you hit that of course you know i'm a guy um but um that's another premise that we talked about yeah i i i guess like that um i'm up here uh just shaking the nerves uh one day i will come correct i will try to jot down some notes and um or jokes and stuff like that and um be better i hope is that cool I mean, you've got, you did, so you've done two minutes and 22 seconds, which Only. is really, really admirable, <laughs> especially for having no material. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I thought we were going to come here and like, oh, and write like, together. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is kind of what I, my idea. I didn't know I was going to, but at the same time, like, it's kind of cool just to kind of get up here. And like I said, shake the freaking nerves that I had. Like I said, I was over there. I was about a freaking, uh, I was hoping that dude would stay there and be like, um, uh, a burrito away from hypertension, some <laughs> crazy shit like that. But anyways, but we uh, can, we can use, we've still, so we still have a bunch of time so uh, we can talk as a group and you can lead us. Like what are premises that you would want us to help you with writing punchlines on? Or well, I mean, I guess just like you, you're very, you are very funny. I like oh, yeah. that you're quiet and we were all like super paying attention. Wait, everybody first, let's clap. Yay. Oh, yeah, by the way, my friend Alex is probably listening, and I just want to say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. That's a great opener. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> fuck you, Alex. <laughs> fuck you, Alex. <laughs> there we go. Dick. Thanks, Alex. Um, Thanks for your amazing donation. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, like, I, like, for me, like, um, it's just like, I don't even know how you get started and all that. You know, like, seriously, I, 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 I don't know. We can well. We can start with the premise of walking in Spain with your friend, and him grabbing and saying like, "Look at her." I mean, that was a funny joke. Would yeah. you fuck her? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> but then you can add. There are things that you can add in there. But you also did like a cute little act out, even without trying. You used some, like comedic, yeah, tropes that we use. Yeah. Um, Ian, you look like you have important things to say. Yeah, I was. Uh, first, I mean, good job, man. Good. Yeah. It, was, it was cool going up. Is it, this is the first place I ever yeah. did comedy at, and it, uh, and it, it honestly, it just takes. You just gotta kind of throw yourself in it, and then you'll build up. Like it won't feel good for the first you know six years and then uh, <laughs> right. no 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 but, but but it's just like when you first start out you 
you're just trying to get comfortable on stage right. and it takes a while but it, you just the only but way are you get... guys are all coming with like just doing four minutes like and so like yeah. maybe stick to a topic um, you can. It, like, it really just depends on whatever. Kirby dudes. If, whatever you want to do. Um, I, uh, I, you know, you almost set yourself up for a really funny thing. I think it was just fresh in your mind. So, it, because you were saying that your your friend didn't come uh, because his his, uh, his his mom fell. Grandma. Or his grandma fell, and I thought you were gonna say, and I was so relieved she fell because then you would have to yeah, do it. Yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah, to work yeah. something in there like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would have pushed my grandma down like, not to come here. Yeah, it felt like you were kind of going that way. Yeah, yeah. but I just it, didn't, it didn't. Yeah, come out yeah, right. yeah. It, it just takes a while. So I just say, I just say, keep working at it. Just build up your, you know, your uh, your, your nerves and stuff. But you, yeah, it, you. Yeah, yeah. The opener was really good. That yes, it's pretentious in Spanish too, as well. That's a really funny punchline to do. Like it's because Thank and you. it's great because you you interact with the host too because the host fucked up, which I did because I pronounced your name wrong. And then no, but but you but that's riffing. That's great. Oh, that okay. means that you made up a joke on the spot. That's really good. And it was a it was a good joke that you said it. And then the full name with like this the trill of the whatever right the rolling of the r right rubio right so and there's jokes you can do with that too especially if you can roll your r's like there's premises yeah, that I you can go spanish into about being bit. spanish and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. off now jared go ahead okay so uh congratulations dude takes Thanks. a lot of balls to get up here sure does yeah are you, are you, all right, uh, but anyways, I just want to say, even though it's your first time, like even, you seem to be aware of the crowd, and you're sometimes going off of it, which is great because, like, you know, first time, especially what I did, I would just str- strictly go by the str- by the strict, right? yeah. like not even acknowledge that there's a crowd there, just yell into a microphone. Right. But so. Well, I know that one thing about this is like you're trying to make people laugh. Yeah. There, it's not therapy. It's just you want to make people. Laugh. <laughs> yeah, you're not in the recording like booth. My thing. I love. That was my defense mechanism as a kid. Like I'd be in the corner just talking shit. Yeah. Making sure that people are laughing. Yeah. Hey. You're not at. You know what I'm saying. It maybe yeah. stand-ups for you, dude. Maybe you should just keep coming here every Monday. Cause it like, works, right? Because like you got the right mentality. But I just say, yeah, keep going. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, another little tip. Put, when you get up on stage, put the microphone stand behind you. Behind it's just me. like a, yeah. Okay. It's just a thing comics do. But it's perfect because if you open with that joke about, um, she pronounced, they pronounced my name wrong because they so will at the next place too. never tell to pronounce my name right. Right. Yeah. And so that, but then you have that joke there and then you can do it with the thing. It's pretentious in Spanish too. Cool. And then you, and then you're rolling. You have a good opener. All right. Other comments. Uh, I think something that I thought of that could have been funny when you were talking about when you were in Spain and your friend was like grabbing you every time you saw a, a good looking woman I think you could be like and then we'd see like a really nice view of the ocean he'd be like hey bro like that's a really beautiful view and then and then you could twist it like would you hit that right. <laughs> I think that could be fun. like totally like different shit throughout really Spain that you saw like like that could be kind yeah, of like yeah, a yeah. good joke no, it's yeah. really All funny right. like I a like beautiful that. building even yeah. anything yeah, that yeah, you yeah. would yeah. see in Spain like everybody, that bro that's yeah. funny yeah. good tag see what happens when you come prepared yeah no it's good good, good stuff uh, just some some very general some very general advice like writing jokes is great but like especially when you're starting out like uh, like people are they, my ideal is like people are there to see me and so I want them to like tell them about like me and just my thoughts and opinions not necessarily jokes as much and then the joke writing comes later but like we're we're here to see you and like uh, you roll your R's and you have a horny friend and like these are all like interesting things about you and uh, uh, also very like 
nice general advice is like, hey man, you did more comedy today than you did yesterday. Very you did true. more comedy this week than you did last week. So maybe just keep that in mind as you're moving forward. You know, oh, man. I'll take that in consideration. Thank you. Other other comments? Uh, I was thinking you could connect. Like you said, your friend's uh, grandmother fell. Yeah. And you know the saying, step on a crack, break your mama's back. Okay. Maybe you could have been like, and that's why we should have not smoked crack out of that Spanish girl's butthole or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Everybody clap. Right, or Ian, you. you can say one more thing. Ian, uh, say one I, more thing. This is very general information. Are you, are you on Facebook? No. The oh oh well then this won't help you very much. Okay, but yeah. there's uh if you know so there's a there's a Facebook group that I don't I don't think you need a Facebook account to look at. It's just called the the Comedy Net Bay Area Comedy Network. Uh-huh. And if you go on there you can find other open mics and stuff if you're okay. looking to kind of branch yeah. out and keep stick with it. Oh, okay, yeah. Can you access it through Mutiny's website? Okay. I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna hook you up too. I'll tell you all the okay. all the good yeah, ones. Yeah. Will be fine. Yeah. everybody. Put your hands Step together, on. everybody. Esteban. Yay! The joke workshop. Yay! Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Rafi Sussman. Thank you. So so nice, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Um, we're back into football season, everybody. Yay! It's weird uh, being my age. I'm older than a lot of professional athletes. At this point, at this point, my dream has sort of died in terms of doing that as a career. I don't think it's going to happen for me. Maybe it will. I don't know. I have a new sports hero. Uh, his name is Ryan Bujeski. You guys know? Well, he's good, man. He's really good. He's the, uh, he's the punter for the Texas Longhorns. It's, he's an amazing guy, and he's an incredible athlete. And uh, human, be- I don't know, whatever, fuck him. The point is, he's he's my new sports hero, and uh, um, Ryan Bujeski is a punter, so he does not get injured. He barely plays the sport, but he has a full scholarship to Texas University. Ryan Bujeski is 28 years old. His major is oh, he's a sophomore, and his major is undeclared. He is majoring in fucking 18 to 22-year-olds and being on the football team. That's all he does. And he's absolutely fucking figured life out. I just, he's a real hero. He's really good at punting. Like, a friend of mine was like, he's so good at punting. Like, why doesn't he just go to the NFL? He's, like, ranked number one in collegiate sports. And I was like, why would he go to the NFL? He has figured this life shit out. Yeah, he's from fucking Australia, man. Ryan Bujeski. Isn't that just like immigrants taking our jobs, fucking our college women? All right. Man, fucking Pokemon is still on TV. It is. It, it's, it's Pokemon is still on fucking TV. Little, how has Ash Ketchum not caught them all yet? It has been 22 years, and he has not caught them all yet. Pikachu is a rodent. Pikachu should be dead. <laughs> 22 years, man. It's not called Pokemon anymore. It's called Pokemon the Series. Sun and Moon Ultra Legends. It's a paragraph of text whenever you see a Pokemon poster now. It's this fucking block. Vulpix is white now. They gentrified Vulpix. 
if you guys don't know, Vulpix isn't a person. Vulpix is a fox made out of fire, but it's white now. It's probably a woman. I don't know. I was uh, Pokemon, man. I was talking to a 10-year-old the other day. I'm not a teacher or anything. I was just chit-chatting up a boy, you know? <laughs> just talking. Just talking to a boy. Not a family member, just a... Just a kid on the bus. And, uh, and he said that there's over 650 Pokemon now. And that's a lot. And that, thank you. And like, when Pokemon first came out, it was, there were 150. And that was huge. Because until the end of kindergarten, I thought 100 was the biggest number. So the fact that there was like 150 of anything, it blew my mind. And I loved Pokemon. I had a poster on my wall and I wanted to catch them all. And then Pokemon was like, really want to catch them all? Guess what? Uh, there's now 151. You guys remember Mew? That shit came out with a shiny card you'd get at the movie? Yeah. So fucking Mew came out. There's like 151. I was like, what? How fuck? How many are there? Pokemon was like, you like 151? Check it out. Fucking 251. And we were like, we we're like, oh yeah, give it to give me all the Pokemon. I'm gonna be the Pokemon master. And they were like, you like that shit? How about 351? And I was like, ah, that's that's too many. That's fucking too many. You need you need. I'm never even gonna catch all 250. You need a friend who has the other game. And uh, you know, everyone I know has started going through puberty, and no one wants to play Pokemon anymore. Hey, thank you very much. Yay! <laughs> Robert Sussman, that was great. That's hilarious. I laughed really hard at all kinds and kinds of things. Kelly Evans ran up to a microphone. Oh no, no, hey, it's all good. Well, they all work. Wasn't the original Pokemon up to 152? You become Mew and Mewtwo. Oh, Jesus. No. 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 Mew is number 150. <laughs> oh, Mew's. Oh, so Mew yeah. is in the original, and then when the movie. So is Mewtwo is 151. Well, Mewtwo is actually a clone of the original Mew, the first ancient Pokemon, and uh, he's called Mewtwo because he's the second Mew. He's made in a lab by Team Rocket. But he's uh, still, Giovanni. He's still, but he still counts as a as a new Pokemon, doesn't it, Mewtwo? So this would make an excellent podcast, but as a joke, again, you just illuminated why it's so long. You give us too much background. I, but I, all the all the punches in the middle were really funny. Like, I and the, and the same thing with your sports joke. Like, I think that you can just open with he's a 28 year old. His major is undeclared. He's blah 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 blah, and then yeah. say his name. Like you said his name first twice, and then. You say incredibly funny things. I just cut all the, I cut all the extra because yeah. it's too much. It was, you were giving us background on sports and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about sports, but I gave a fuck about the punchline. The, the football joke, it does need to, it does need to be cleaner and shorter, but like there are some definitely main points that I want to hit that he's a punter. He doesn't get injured that he's 28, that he's a undeclared major. He's a sophomore. Start like, with that. Yeah. Just start with that and it then say his name shorter. and the then do that whole thing about the. Yeah, the Pokemon yeah. shit needs to be shorter too. But like, I I, I say more Pokemon shit, more <laughs> and longer and no. more detail. <laughs> yeah, whole, like ten minutes, just like Norm Macdonald style, just <laughs> yeah, going yeah, yeah. into it further and further. Just explain yeah. season one of Pokemon. Yeah. Isn't it weird that uh, actually that would be fun. You know, small trace or Spanish numbers. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Well, Ash first met Brock at the Rock yeah. Gym. But I think yeah. I think especially if you did that and just got more excited about it as you're going, you're just like you're like, wow, this guy is fucking nuts. <laughs> 
was I was talking to someone about the Pokemon bit, and like, like you just did. Uh, uh, to me, a friend was like, you know, the people who go to see comedy aren't going to understand that like Pokemon is so important. And I was like, you know, if you were alive at any time during the fucking nineties, you know that it swept the fucking world, and all of a sudden Pokemon was everywhere. And it's alt comedy, and it's specific, and it's weird, and it's totally niche. And I yeah. think it could be funny if you double down on it, like Ian's saying, yeah. and go deep and far. Well, That'll it's be bigger hilarious. than pogs. Yeah, you can't do medium. You can't do if you do short or you do long. Yeah. yeah. Also, I would say it doesn't really matter if people know how important Pokemon is, as long as it's clear how important it was to you. It's yeah. the only thing that yeah. really like, because that's it's your point of view. So as long as you make it like people could have, in theory, the bit would probably as like if it's written well enough, it will work if people have never heard of Pokemon, which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> everyone loves Pokemon. <laughs> Twenty two no. years. Yeah. 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 No. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's let's fantasy. I was just gonna say real fast. Um, going back to the NFL bit, I think, uh, or the college football bit. Um, I don't think you need to like talking about cutting fat i think you can drop the nfl line i think it's just like you've already gotten the laugh and then you just toss it in yeah but it doesn't really provide anything like there's no the information is there but it doesn't like allude to the person i mean it kind of like like ah why would he leave because fucking 20 22 year olds are so great but um you've already got that laugh and it's not good enough to get a second laugh from the same joke you know what i mean Cool. That's good advice. Thank you. I just want to say, uh, I didn't like Pokemon. I like Digimon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that part. Take the mic. Yeah. Steal the mic out Take of his it. shoes. Take his little shoes. Yeah. Holy shit. I think it was This funny. is a free speech You're... space, but not for Digimon. No Digimon talk. Break his glasses. All right. <laughs> I think it was funny. You're going really deep into Pokemon, but it would be funny if you called back to the kid you were telling that to, and how horrified he was like, Mister, I just want to go home. Could you? <laughs> oh, that was the only other note I had. Uh, specify the age of the boy. Say eight or seven or nine. Just give it a specific I age. Said that he's 10. Yeah, Did I you say ten? I don't remember a number. An actual clerical note from the, the, what, what the confusion I started with was: you said Mew was 151. But it was Mewtwo, wasn't it? See, now we're back. No. Oh, God. You guys can argue later. Clap right now for Rafi Sussman. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Yay. Uh, Wow. We're all learning a lot, aren't we? Your next comedian, uh, he is such a gem, and he hosted yesterday's 4 o'clock open mic on a Sunday, and he's going to make you guys laugh right now. Put your hands together for Kelly Evans. Thank you. Thank you very much. I just love how like a quarter of that feedback was just arguing over Pokemon. You're like, no, 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 no. I think he was in there before the original 150. I think you're a fucking idiot. That was the undertone. He didn't say it, but we all felt it. He did call you a fucking idiot. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, subtext, baby. Um, <laughs> I love fast food. I'm a huge fan of fast food, right? Anybody else here? Huh? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I know it can be a bit, uh, it's a little confusing because uh, I am wearing a velvet jacket and look like I have strong opinions about jazz, so <laughs> get how that doesn't really add up, but I got more of a quinoa look. That's fine. I embrace it. Um, the thing about fast food in San Francisco, though, is like they make it so difficult to eat fast food. It's just like next to impo- There are only five places in the city to get fast food. You pass so many better restaurants before you get to Taco Bell to get six tacos. Why six? Because I'm disgusting. Anyway, also, I don't know if you've been to Taco Bell recently in the city. They're not exactly trying to get your repeat business. They do not give a shit, okay? Like, 
let me give you a, a comparison. You go to Taco Bell and I don't know, like uh, Walnut Creek or some other suburban hellscape. Uh, they're really nice. They're friendly. They write like a smiley face on your receipt. They're like, hey, do you want any sauces? Here's 15. Have a great day, Kelly. Like, learn your first name. What the fuck? I want to go back to this place. But you go to a Taco Bell in San Francisco and they are openly hostile to you. They're like, what the fuck do you want? What? I Six tacos? Six tacos. That is disgusting. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, can I just get my tacos? And can you leave my self-esteem alone? Um, and God forbid, like, you are forced to go to the restroom. And one of the, have you been? Like, there are so many layers of security. Like, what are they hiding? What are they protecting in there? You have to get a key at the front desk, and it's attached to, like, a pretentious utensil, like a ladle that's three feet for some reason. And then you take that to the door, and then you have to download an app, and then there's a passcode. And then after you enter the passcode, a scroll enrolls. And now you have to answer three riddles. And then there's a bridge troll who steps out, and he wants your first four, and you're like, fuck it, take him. I am crowning. Just let me get the fuck in there, please. Please. It is an emergency. And then you get in there and it's just a hole in the universe where dreams go to die. Welcome to Taco Bell. <laughs> Brought to you by Subway. Just make sure that's still on. Yeah, no, appreciate it. No, no, no applause break for that. Um, anybody else uh, have TV raise them as their other parent, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. You're hugging it because it's warm and your parents won't. That's fine. Uh, I did. It was like our bonding time, actually. Like, that's where my family bonded, mainly because we only had one TV. And uh, you can only read Harry Potter so many times before you're like, fuck it. I'll watch whatever you're watching. I don't really care anymore. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, what about family dinners? You know, sit around, talk about your day. Like, who has time for family dinners? When Tom just broke up with Kate on The Bachelor, like, what the fuck? Like, is my soccer game going to compare to that? Yeah, sure, I scored a goal. But Tom just found out Ashley's a stripper. Like, I mean, fucking way more exciting is what I'm saying. I, like, on Survivor, they're competing for cash prizes, all right? I'm just competing for my parents' attention. Like, that was too real. Um, I'll finish on this. It's a quick one. Uh... I, uh, my mom used to work in a video store, uh, so I watched a lot of movies, and my favorite movie growing up was Batman uh, Forever, if you don't Ooh. know it. Yeah, yeah, it's got uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler, right? Riddle me this. Uh, why did they make that abortion of a movie? That was, <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that's not right, that's not right. Um, because if it wasn't abortion, it'd be in the dumpster, where it fucking belongs, all right? It just proves, I know, this is hard-hitting material. It just proves that, uh, Kids are mentally handicapped. That's my point. That's, uh, there's more to that joke, but I just want to finish on that because I don't like children. So there you go. Thank you very much. Kelly Evans, everyone. Yay. With a, seriously, an applause break worthy. I wanted to give you an applause break because it was completely applause break worthy. That oh, whole thing, you. the thank Taco Bell much. rant, is, it's hilarious and weird and amazing. And then the troll and the thing. Like I didn't know where. I'm like, where is he going with this? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, here we go. And then it was just so like weird and fun to watch and I, I loved and you speak so fast but it's all funny words all that are interesting and when you didn't um or ah it was great it was fun it was weird observational story stuff and I enjoyed it very much cool thank you how can I tear that joke apart please thank you <laughs> I mean there's like there's some things that aren't working I need to fix them please you're smart tell me I, I mean my biggest problem was during your whole set I was thinking about Pokemon so that's <laughs> really because I, I looked God it up damn it, and it, it 
turns out Mewtwo is 150 in the Pokemon decks. And he Mew looked it up on Google. Which doesn't make any sense. Why would Mewtwo be? Okay, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, your, your microphone works. It's fine. It's All just right, that Ian's uh, yelling about Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'll stop talking about Pokemon. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I don't understand why you would uh, shit on Batman Forever. That, that is Batman Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Batman Forever. When Batman and Robin is a worse movie. They're both pretty bad. I don't uh, know if you've seen The Mr. Ice to yeah, meet yeah, yeah. you. Did no. you say bold because the no, nipples? On I the mean, back? they're both they're both they're both terrible movies. But but I, I mean, too I might just pick a different movie. I was thinking, yeah, because I, I launch in a little bit more about polarized? how I feel like children are basically mentally mentally handicapped, and how I prove that is that uh, whenever you get kicked in the head by a horse, uh, they tell your family that you're going to have the mind of an eight year old for the rest of your life, which is basically just saying that eight year olds are retarded adults. That is. And we're cool with it because they're small, you know, and non-threatening. Uh, anyway, that's... Uh, no, I, I, I like that joke a lot. I, I would say, I mean, this is just, just general, because it's not something you hear a lot of people talk about. I just wanted to hear more genuinely what it was like to, to be around someone who owned a video store. Oh, yeah, I got a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, it, cool. That, I was, like, interested in that, and then you took it, which you took it, and just, you just turned it into a normal joke, which is fine. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I was curious to see where that was going, and then it kind of... That almost didn't seem relevant. I think the, the lead, yeah, the lead in is is too tempting to not go. Yeah, yeah, the lead in is yeah, only. Right, you're right. I mean, it could be its own thing, and that could be its own thing about Batman movies. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, the lead in, it just felt like it almost like went in a different direction. Yeah, you're completely. Uh, that's a great yeah. point. Uh, six, six is a perfect number of tacos. That's what I get. <laughs> I, get I go crispy. I get two, three taco meals. I go crispy, and I get all the fire sauce. Um, and I'm also. I was also trying to write like a kids are stupid yeah. joke. Uh, I, I think it's like a really good premise. If, if you can find things like that, like yeah. they watch really bad movies. They, uh, if you get home late and you leave the lights off because it's quieter, but then you run into stuff and it's loud. Like yeah. they're like the like the dumb kid experience is like funny to talk about especially because like, sure. we all have like our own weird things that we did but it turns out they're not all so weird we all do all do a lot of dumb shit like watch bad movies right and that's actually so i don't know like is it am i presenting myself enough in that because it's like supposed to be somewhat self-deprecating rather than just shitting on kids it's like i would have bad taste it it felt a little general to me like i Got wanted out. more of your personal Perfect. perspective I, Thank I, you. I go super specific yeah yeah where is the taco bell in san francisco there's two of them there's, yeah there's two there's there's the kfc taco bell is yeah, that yeah. the one Actually, in the Tenderloin. Okay, no, I know, and I know the one in the Tenderloin. Now I remember it. No, well, like, there's a no. There's a there, that's just Taco Bell, right? That's just uh, so the, there's a uh, the KFC up, Taco Bell is on uh, the one Debose. up the hill. Yeah, Debose. That's oh, Debose in like Valencia or Debose and oh, right I there. know where it is. And then there's one oh, yeah, on Geary. Okay. Yeah, uh, Geary in like third. Okay, I know. I you asked what fast food do you want? I'll tell you where it is in the city. Uh, it's uh, I, I know there's only one uh, in and out. Geary in eleventh. Uh, that is at 6th, no. 7th. 5th. It's 5th, no, it, yeah, it's 5th uh, and Market. There's another one, too. It's a little further down. McDonald's, they're all over the place. There's one on Market. Okay, okay, okay. Feedback, Everybody feedback. Calm down. I was just clap, kidding. Clap <laughs> your hands together for Kelly Evans. Thank Yay. you. All right, your next comedian. Let's see if he talks about Pokemon. It's Ian Levy. Yay. My sister, uh, for maybe her 11th birthday, got the Pokemon the movie, the soundtrack. 
Uh, and it is uh, the first rap song I ever heard, and I'm very proud of that. So it was the, it was the first rap, it's still the greatest rap. Pikachu, Mewtwo, Hunter, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember now. I wish I did, but I have uh, actually been going through a weird nostalgia thing of watching. Do you guys ever do the thing where you watch something from when you were a kid and it's not as good as you could remember? Like, do you guys remember the movie Smart House, the ABC original? I was very shocked. I watched that movie. I was like, man, this house is a terrible actor. Like this is, is such a, I guess, how do you get into character to be a house? It's a hard role to play, to be fair. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I uh, as as a kid, I was never. I was. Tr I tried to be a good kid. My mom had a lot of rules, and I would try to follow them. But I think I sometimes missed the point of the rules. Like my mom had a strict no violent movie rule when I was growing up because she thought that violent movies would be harmful. So I'd go to my friend's house. And I'd be like, ah, man, I can't watch any violent movies. You know, mom says they're bad for me. But, uh, you know, she didn't say uh, that I couldn't play with your dad's gun. So let's do that. That's was, yeah, that was, that was dumb. Um, I think when it comes to women, uh, I'm a bit of a dog. Uh, uh, because my girlfriend is constantly leaving me in her car. That is constantly, she'll come in and be like, hey, we're going to the store. I'm like, oh, okay, I like the store. And then I get in and we get there and we, get, and we park. And she's like, okay, yo, you stay here. I'm like, oh, okay. There's snacks in the glove box. Oh, I like snacks. That's my whole experience with that. She also recently told me uh, she wants more uh, stimulating conversation when we have dinner. So now when we eat dinner, I play a podcast. So, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, figure things out a little bit. I, re I really am right now. All I can do is just think about Pokemon. <laughs> it's, it's not good. I was thinking about Pokemon. I was thinking about... Oh, you know what? I, I was... I don't know if, if... Does anyone know, like, the moment they have... They can think of the single most intimate moment you've ever experienced? Or, like, let's say the single most intimate moment you've experienced with... A uh, uh, what's the uh, uh, when it's not a non-sexual friend, uh, the most plat intimate platonic moment you've ever had. Because for me, it was when my friend tried to help put eye drops in my eye, and I was cold before, so he'd put he had dressed me in a snuggie, and then he slowly dropped. Okay. I <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. It's just a real thing I was thinking about earlier. There was a moment where I was too high, and then I and he's like, "Oh, put some eye drops in." I'm like, "I can't. I have sensitive eyes." And he's like, "Oh, here, I'll do." It. And I was I was like shivering. So then he draped the snuggie over me, and then I like looked up as he was like helping hold my eye open. It was like a baby bird, just like, <laughs> and I couldn't. I still couldn't do it. And he was like, "Ah, oh, come on, be strong. I believe in you." As he dropped the, okay, that's fair enough. It's about time. I think people in San Francisco say they're uh, very open-minded, but I don't, I don't think we are. I think if you want to test how open-minded someone is, tell them you're a Civil War reenactor. Because that's a real, that's a test right there. Because if, like, if you do that in San Francisco, you can go up to someone who's like dressed like a baby who's being spanked, and you'll be like, I, I, I fight for the Confederacy, and they'll be like, you monster. Like it was, Okay, that's that's not really going. On. I I have a lot of weird thoughts. Um, I I learned recently. My friend is a Civil War reenactor. He's big into it, and every day he talks mad shit about Renaissance reenactors, which is very funny to me. Just because there's a pecking order in. Re okay, that's okay. That was a lot of dumb ideas. Uh, that's my time. I'm Ian. Yay! Yeah.
Ian Levy, yay! I didn't write anything down because I thought you're genius. No, no. I thought yeah, everything God, that no. came out of your mouth was sublime, honey dripping from the gods. God. <laughs> is a Pokemon rap? Is that just off the top of the head? No, that's a real thing. That is a well. I mean, but also like, do you, is that an actual joke that you've already pre-written? No. Oh no. You should. That's a fucking hilarious. The, like, it just plays this idea of like how like just hood I, I am <laughs> yeah exactly that's it uh the only thing i was gonna say is um uh you kind of abandoned the civil war renaissance thing i think like the reenactment like bitterness towards each other is perfect like yeah I think there's something there i don't know that was just yeah. like yeah it's not really in the form of a joke yet, but I, I i agree with you there's something for sure i think it's funny whenever anyone is just like a, the pot calling the kettle black you know of yeah. just like yeah well and what do they use a cauldron and a kettle what are they? No, what are the Renaissance fairs versus? Probably a cauldron. A cauldron. I don't know what they use <laughs> instead of a kettle. But you could get cute that in there with like, what do they eat at Renaissance fairs? They eat, you know, turkey legs, and what do they eat? Haggis. Right. So you can like look down upon the others. I don't know. Yeah. Choice, whatever. Dumb what? idea. I like your ideas. What's up, dude? How you doing? Hey, how's it going, man? Great, dude. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so uh, I really love that image of like that platonic, platonic friendship, yeah. <laughs> and you're just sitting down with like a snuggie over yourself, and he's you're putting eye drops over you. Yeah, that's it's a true story. I don't know how to make it. It's very it's very loose right now. Yeah, I don't know how to make it. Make more it more intimate. Else. Like make it as make it more intimate as possible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's where I'd go with it. The embarrassment part yeah I, I like <laughs> no you're a cute and funny story <laughs> I liked how uh, if someone else was looking at it it'll look like you guys are just like cuddling and you're like actually like crying a little bit because of the eye drops like it looks yeah. like you guys are having like a really sweet moment I mean that is true I do have sensitive eyes I can't put eye drops in that's <laughs> true. I close my eyes. I can't. I can't force my eyes open. <laughs> Thank you. This is a real problem. Yeah, my my eyes they hurt. Your eyes are stronger than your hands. Well, mine are. I got maybe I have sensitive and strong. <laughs> That's my eyes are what I look for in a partner: sensitive and strong. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, okay. Um, I think is that um, I can get off the stage now, but. Yeah, okay. Thank you, everyone. Yay. Yay. Ian Levy. All right. Oh, everybody, careful. Uh, it's all good. Uh, we're going to keep on keeping on. Thanks for sticking in, taking notes, and being awesome. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Trina. Oh, Trina. Oh, all right. Don't. I, all right, put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Jonah Pollock. This came from SFO, where I spent six hours between two people with giant engagement rings with a baby crying for six hours right in front of me. So that's why I felt so entitled to be covered in burrito just now. That's... That's my form of grievance culture. I don't need a press conference. I don't need a lawsuit settlement. I just need to be disgusting in public. All right. Uh, where did Ernest go? He's in the bathroom. All right. I thought I didn't know. I couldn't recognize him for a second. It's like it's like a Street Fighter character whose power is undergoing chemotherapy. I don't. <laughs> 
Are you all right, Ernest? I went to the Hong Kong protest. Oh, all right. It's like, I, does Ernest have cancer? That was, I was worried about you. Um, anyways, uh, I just came back from a family reunion in New Jersey for my grandmother's 90th birthday. Yeah, I was uh, worried everyone was going to be fighting with each other, and it turns out if you just hold the party in a giant backyard, no one ever has to come face to face. So problem solved. Um, uh, they don't know how to like say I love you. They just give free advice based on their jobs instead. <laughs> like my uncle's like, if you ever assault somebody, don't move them to a secondary location, okay? Because that's kidnapping, and that's where the real jail time is. He's a uh, he's a criminal defense attorney. He's not. <laughs> He's, he's not a criminal for hire. Um, and, uh, they were uh, talking about how we need to have babies already because uh, my grandmother's 90 years, 90 years old. There's like seven grandkids and no one has given her great grandkids. I'm like, you really want like the fucking weird kids who like aren't financially mature to bring a kid into their chaos? Like think about how much you already critique us. How much more are you going to critique us when like a baby's life is on the line? Uh, I, I like, I think it would be cool to have a baby around just because, like, they shit and fart and scream. And then once they set the bar for the behavior in the room, it's like, okay, I can fucking follow that line too, you know? We can just generally be louder and smellier and fussier. Uh, finger snaps for being loud and smelly and aggressive. All right, I guess this is a poetry show now, because otherwise this is a huge bomb. Um... They say follow your dreams. Uh, in my dreams, I'm just a compulsive eater for eight hours. Uh, it's cool. It's like I don't gain any weight. I don't spend any money. But I also don't get to the part of the dream where I learn something about myself. You know, like, am I gay? Do I love my parents? Pad Thai sounds good. And then I'm just looking at takeout menus. I invented a Pad Thai sandwich in my dream. That is now something that could exist if I put time into it. All right. Um... I have a new therapist. She's the right one. You know how I know she's the right one? She takes my insurance. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. She's kind of new agey. She's like a, she's an East Bay person, so she's like really smart. She has like four master's degrees, but one of them is in the history of cosmology and divination. She'll just she'll have me like sit down and she's like, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to sense where the trauma is in your body. I want you to locate where the trauma is and feel it and vocalize it. And I'm like, these nuts! Uh, and <laughs> now I have to get a new therapist. Um, you know what? This wasn't fun, but it was necessary. I'll throw it back to you. It was fun for us. Jonah Pollock, everyone. Jonah Pollock. Uh, just two notes, uh, I think, uh, to make the last show flow more smoothly. is like she's building up to that, and she's like, now tell me, where, where is the trauma in your body? And then you go in it, because otherwise you kinda, it comes out too unexpectedly. And then I was going to say, you got a lot of potential with your uh, grand, great-grandmother idea, uh, because that's the reason why she wants great-grandkids, so she can pick you apart for having them, you know? There's like, that's like, I feel like that's the whole motif is grandparents are always just dissecting you. They just need a further place to go yes, to. Yes, exactly. They need more people to tell. What I'm learning is, is that no one in your family said, I love you and you're good <laughs> as you are. This is, this is not your therapy session, okay? Uh, but you're welcome. You look kind of like a therapist today, like with the glasses and the beard and the... You've been over this. I'm the child of two failed humanities professors, okay? It's... <laughs> 
I'm as God made me. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, no, it's good. Go I uh, hate your turtleneck, and I want everyone in the world to know it. <laughs> you and you and Tim Young think alike. How does that make you feel? Uh, good. Um, and I wanted to. Uh, d- didn't you told me something about like vaping? How like all your everyone just trying to everyone you- everyone read the same New York Times article about how vaping killed somebody supposedly, and they're all like, Jonah, don't vape. I know yeah. you're tempted to vape because it's what the kids are doing. Don't vape. Yeah, like make make grandbabies don't vape. It's like which one of these is like more irresponsible? Well, so which one's more <laughs> achievable? It's definitely yeah. not vaping. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a winner because you, you don't vape. We'll talk about it later. Okay. I, I enjoyed your um, your psychic, psychiatric sort of whisper act out. I thought that was fun. You drew everybody in with the whisper. I enjoyed that very much. And I feel more connected to you because I also, I have dreams about seeing ice cream. I be, I'm in the ice cream aisle and I just start eating all the ice cream. That wasn't a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it now. I'm an adult. I know it's a little different, but I sometimes have dreams. I was, it's just ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good set though. I like your, the way you're thinking. Other comments? Anybody? Kelly, you want to get in there? You already said Should it's I, I just become an ASMR guy on YouTube? What's ASMR mean? That's why you do a lot of whispering for a living. Oh, Soto Foce is what they used to call it. Your hair is so nice. I love your hair. What are you putting in it to keep it so shiny? <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Jonah Pollock. All right, our next comedian is going to be the last one with comments, and then it just turns into an open mic for the rest. Put your hands together, everyone, for Ian Langlands. How is everyone? Woo! Yeah, Mutiny Radio. Um, in the Mission, in San Francisco. I'm just going to name where we are. Um, I don't really find myself in the Mission that often, um, unless, you know, I'm in the mood for, like, a taco or, you know, a quesadilla or something like that, of that sort. Um, but I always have this problem whenever I order Mexican food, because uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm a white guy. Um, what do we think of white guys, by the way? Woo! All right, pro white guy house. Here we go. Okay, um, I have this problem as a white guy because when I order Mexican food, I can take two routes. The first route is I can just really Caucasian the saying and say something like, you know, I'll take the carnitas burrito, right? Or I can take the second route and sound like a fucking asshole and be like. Yeah, I'll take the carnitas parito. And it's like, okay, bro, like we get it. You passed Spanish two in high school, okay? So, so I always go through this internal struggle when I'm in line. I'm always like, okay, here we go. Okay, I want the carne asada burrito. Okay, carne, 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 carne. And he's like, okay, sir, what would you like to order? I'm like, I'll take your finest carne asada burrito. And they're like, okay, this guy's a fucking psycho, apparently. Um, so yeah, so. Honestly, what it is, is it is a form, I, I have to really recognize how white I speak sometimes as a form of like, I have to think of it like as code switching. You guys know what code switching is? It's when, you know, you have to shift your language or change your language to fit the norm or, or speak to someone who may not understand you. It's usually with minorities speaking to white people. But, you know, white guys have to go through the same problem because sometimes we say shit and people don't really know what the fuck we're talking about. I'll give you an example. Um, about two months ago, I went to an art show because I'm cultured, okay? 
you know? Okay. Uh, because I'm cultured, uh, I went to an art show, and um, throughout the night, a mass of people grew outside this art gallery, and it got really crazy to the point where it was blocking the street, and then eventually, two guys started fighting and like chaos ensued and people were throwing bottles. It was crazy. Everything was going on. Some lady had like three pit bulls and they were all barking. I, I didn't really know like what her story was, but I, I, don't know. I didn't get time to interview her after, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so it was just complete chaos. And uh, and this old friend of mine comes up to me. She goes, oh, hey, Ian. And she goes like, oh, what's, what's going on? That's my friend. And, uh, and I think I, she, she was like, what happened? How did this happen? And I turned to her and I said something like, well, it uh, seems the two gentlemen got into some kind of physical altercation, leaving one of them with badly bruised and many wounds. And she was like, oh, okay. And she walked away. And I was like, I just sound like a fucking idiot. But I got plus 10 Caucasian points on that one. I'll tell you that. Um, so yeah, so I just realized that I had to code switch my language to, for her to better understand it. Where, you know, like I said it like a white guy, whereas a black guy would say it like this. No, I'm kidding, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> not in public anyway. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> Ian go go that was only my second time doing this, Ian okay? Langlands. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Ian, you're great. Ian Langlands, everyone. Yay, yay. You're fucking lying, dude. You're good. That you're fucking lying. No, no, was, no, you look comfortable up there. Yeah, you're. It was. It's, it's all the the shell that I put out. It's I'm really uh, terrified right now. It gotcha. Was, you, you did. You did a really great job. First, your warrior's hat is is awesome. Thank you. And your act outs are great. You have this really fun energy and your voice. Like you have a fun voice. You're just fun to watch on stage. Thank you. So like whatever you were saying, I was like, I don't know. I like you as like a character. You're kind of like tall and like spider-like and gangly, like yeah, yeah gangly i was yeah. digging your whole vibe thank you all of that the only thing i would say is that just make sure you keep your microphone in front of your mouth okay. sometimes you gesticulate which is great just know where you're gesticulating and keep your microphone in front of your face for us to hear you okay cool. but i'm only hyper aware of that because i have the headphones on right so. right, right thank you. I, it was great you're great uh, the second time i can't believe that was only your second time that's amazing thank you okay i love the white people set yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I thought it would do better than it. Did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. No, it, did, it actually didn't do bad. It didn't do bad at all. Okay. Like, you definitely do have that white boy attitude, speaking, appearance, mm -hmm. and all. So I say you should. This this is a good set for you. One thing I would say when you're talking about the pit bull or yeah. whatever, get into a fight, you need to shorten that. Get to the point. Okay. Like you said something really white. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the punchline. Okay. And yeah. Okay, cool. That's just what I would say. All right, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's your second time. Yeah. Holy shit, man! Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it seems like you already have kind of a voice, so that's that's great. And I could see like the more comfortable you get in it, like the f even even better. Those those, those punchlines are gonna land even better, you know, because okay. like you're gonna go into it more comfortably. I would say you even have like a lot of potential with the um, how do we feel about white guys? E like whether the audience is like woo or not, yeah. like here's a different punchline you could use. Like if they're like woo, yeah. you're like cool. I have some pamphlets for you after yeah, the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or like check out my website, you know, um, and uh, or, or if not, you can go a different direction. The other thing I was gonna say is uh, at the end when you're like a black guy, say it like like I think just like do it exactly like that, even hit it a little harder and be like that. Ah, no, never mind. <laughs> like yeah, just, yeah. the self consciousness is really funny. Okay, yeah. cool. Thank you. Yeah, it was. was it was. I can't believe it was the second time. That was great. Don't have a lot of comments. 
All right, everybody. That was great. Put your hands together for right, Ian Langland. Right on. Now it's just an open mic. Uh, we're sort of running out of time, so we're going to do three minutes and 30-second sets. So I'll be honking you at two minutes and 30 seconds. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Rachel Pinson. Hey, I really uh, appreciate comments on these jokes. So after the set or whatever. Uh, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty fucked up, honestly. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, yeah, I contracted Lyme disease. And like, I know, despite my appearance, I don't really like to follow hippie woo-woo conspiracies. But to think that a Nazi scientist who was supposed to be convicted really like invented it in Ellis Island and then brought it to the mainland sounds so much easier. It's like easier to blame a Nazi for the reason that my joints hurt and I'm fucking tired all the time instead of blaming myself. You know, like, like yeah, okay, I spent a month in the woods with a tick-ridden dog in the same tent, but like, it was the fucking Nazis, guys. It was the Nazis that gave me Lyme disease. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know where to go with that. Uh, maybe like because my joints are getting tender, I'll be like more like marinated and easier for bears to eat me. I don't know. I don't have a punchline for that, but if I did see Nazi, they would get my punchline. Um, that's a violent joke. Um, all right. So another thing is that I'm kind of also fucked up because one of my best friends recently got arrested for being the perfect fashion accessory to murder. And uh, we were really close. We were like first degree friends and second degree pen pals. But now that she's in jail, she's not gonna be busy with all of her kids. She'll be the perfect in the pen pal. And that's all I have to say. Thanks guys. Yay, Rachel Pinson, pen pal joke, yay. Music is happening. I think your, I think your, I think your pen pal joke is really clever. Your first degree friend and it's really clever. Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Ernest Evangelista. Hey guys, if you're wondering why I'm wearing this mask, it's because of uh, I went to a Hong Kong protest. And guess what? Donald Trump's right. China is trying to kill you, guys. It, you guys want to talk about conspiracies? Let's talk about conspiracies, okay? You know what's really... You, you asked me a question, how did Donald Trump become president? People will say Russia and racism. Ah, you know one you wanna know what the real reason is? It's your goddamn computer. Skynet's real dog, it's called the internet. It manipulated all you guys with dumb fucking memes, and then you guys voted for a fucking dictator. That's cool, right? We're all living in the one uh, world society government. Okay, you know why? Because the uh, internet knew how to manipulate you guys, and now you guys are just like, you guys are slaves to these computers, to this shit. Like, it tells you what to do and how to jerk off and shit. It's fucked up. Like, honestly, take all your phones out right now. Take them all out right now and do this. <laughs> do that. Do that right now. Break this. Break the machine. Fuck this machine, dude. You guys doing it? You got you slay you sheep. 
asshole. Chinese people knew what's right, man. We were in Hong Kong. We got it like the facial recognition. You don't think with like all these computers are gonna follow you the rest of your life? They are, dog. Fucking is, man. Fuck, fuck. I'm running. Oh wait, okay. Just wanna get my phone. It's, it's OtterBox. It's it's not gonna break. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, that's all I wanted to talk about. All right, uh, yeah. You guys cool? Okay, I'll keep on talking about conspiracies, man. Um, what else is conspiracy? Oh, yeah. Do you guys, what do you guys think about 9-11? Inside job. Inside job. It's inside job. Well, yeah, it was, yeah. And think about all the blowjobs that were ruined when... Uh, that plane went inside. All the secretaries were given blowjobs to, uh, before the Me Too movement. Um, all I'm saying, all right, a lot of people, 9-11 fucked up the world, whatever. You know what else fucked up the world? 11-9. You know what day that was? That was the day Donald Trump become president. In 2016, 11-9, guys. The cycle's complete. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All right, you guys have a good night. Thanks so much. Um, you, you guys are giving time back to the room. It's so sweet of you. And we have a couple comedians left. Your next comedian, super funny guy. He's here from L.A. He lives here too sometimes. Dwat Mai! Yay! Hey, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not, I don't live in a big house, you know? Because then I always be thinking about different places that strangers could hide, you know? Uh, that's why I'm, I'm glad I live in my car. I just I go what and then I look in the front seat I go oh I'm safe <laughs> oh uh. hey uh, every time I look at Hitler's mustache I think inside is a small man you know and then Hitler once had a big mustache but the little, little small man it didn't fit him so he yelled at Hitler you know and it's like uh, your mustache is too fat you're disgusting you're worthless and then he shaved his mustache you know and then he saw himself in the mirror, and it was like, it was kind of ridiculous, but the little man kept yelling at him. And uh, I need to do uh, voices for that one. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, all right. So check this out. Uh, you know how we're like gods to animals, right? You think God is like that to us? Like he likes us, he thinks we're fun, but then he eats us. <laughs> you know, he's telling us the universe's secrets, and he's like, flip over, I need to season your ass. Uh, see, that part wasn't that good, but I had to add the word ass in there, so that's a little bit of a technique, if you want to take a technique. Um, hey, I, I, I figured out why, why are babies so cute. Why? It's because uh, they're not tall. That's it. If, they were, if their height reached your chest, then uh, breastfeeding it would be physically easier, but psychologically way harder. <laughs> You know, and then the baby goes, Mom, I'm hungry. You're like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> and like, well, I'll I give you a bottle I'm on antidepressants, and it's leaking to the milk. You know, Maybe I should breastfeed myself so I could reabsorb the medication. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, any, anybody in the leadership uh, role in work at work here? Nobody? Is that, I'm not a leadership person. I guess we're kind of leaders, but no, we're not leaders. But here's, here's a good leadership training. If you, if you need leadership training, just drive slow in the fast lane, and when people are behind you or pissed off at you, just keep staying there, and that's what it's like to be a leader. 
<laughs> people are honking their horn. You're like, I fucking can't stand this, but I'll stay because there's a good song on. Uh, hey, uh, kids, I saw kids play doctor, you know, they're playing doctor and they're like checking each other out. And it was a boy and a girl. And then you hear about all these doctors like coming out, you know, molesting kids, you know, and people, you know, and you think, what, was it, what are the kids doing? <laughs> you know, maybe they know what they're doing, you know. Maybe we're like fucking idiots, you know, and they're like, ah, but I'm getting some. What are you getting? <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, pro-pedophilia, kid-for-kid pedophilia stuff. Anyways. All right, one last thing, and then I go, uh, I figured out what food is, guys. It's anything that moves. Right? Obviously animals, but like the, uh, the plant is like this tall, and the next day it's that tall. I'm like, I know it moved. Let's eat it, you know? Anyways. That got last uh, like three weeks ago, and uh, <laughs> and I'm still fucking not, not like it. I don't care because plants are my friends. <laughs> Anyways, hey, thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen. Dwight my everyone, keep your hands clapping for Cedric Cabrera. All right, y'all. How's everybody doing? Doing pretty good? Cool, cool, cool. Um, so this is my first time out here in the city. I um, Thank you, thank you. You're too kind, all of you. I walked in here and I was just like, this shit's going to be super intimidating. I walked in and I was like, this is like a really weird chess meetup. And people started talking about Pokemon and all this stuff. I was like, never mind. The intimidation factor went out the door. <laughs> and uh, no, nah, but you guys are cool and it's dope to just check you all out. And um, But anyways... I recently lost like a shit ton of weight, which is cool. But like the thing is that like nobody tells you when you lose a shit ton of weight is that you're built like a waterbed afterwards. Like no one tells you that. And that's fucked up. You know what I mean? So like you literally like you're just like fuck like this like jelly sack. Like I don't know how to like explain it, but you know, and that's like basically my sex appeal right now to like women. It's just like, you know, like nobody grew up thinking that they wanted to own their waterbed. You know, like they didn't grow up like that's my fucking life goals. I'm going to have a waterbed in my house. But then at some point, you know, you go, ah, it's, it's, it's OK. And then you get on it. And you're like, yeah, this will this will do. It'll work. <laughs> and so that's basically where we're at right now. But um, yeah, dude, it's just it's it's so weird being in San Francisco. Like it's such a cool community, but it's also so like sensitive in a way, which it's like open, but it's not. And I don't know, like I think the the where you get like the most like you know, like the best read on like how the entitlement is in the city is like reading Yelp reviews. Cause sometimes I've been to places that are like super dope and I'm like, this place is amazing. And the food is great. Then I go check their Yelp and they got shit reviews. And it's people that are just like, this person didn't even say hi to me. They didn't do this and they didn't do that. And I was like, they didn't fucking speak a lick of English way. Like what the fuck are they going to say to you? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. They didn't ask you about your dog and how your fucking therapist is doing. So that's just the way it goes. I went to a barbershop that also had shit reviews and there's the, the one of the people said that uh, their problem was that the person who was cutting their hair was talking to other people in the shop while he was cutting. And I was like, bro, have you ever been to a barbershop? That's the way it goes. People just talk to other people and you just bullshit and then you just go, how much do I owe you? An arm and a leg? At least that's what it is in San Francisco. Fuck, you guys charge so much for haircuts. I never like have paid like over 50 bucks for a haircut it's insane to me but somehow they make it happen i'm just like how much 
all right <laughs> and i was just but i was like all right just got to pay it up but the last thing that i wanted to talk about i just wanted to test this one out which was that basically uh i think it's really funny that like on facebook like people can put like you like basically you got like so many people on facebook that are like friends and family and whatnot that you're connected with and for me it's dope because i got family that's like in mexico and i get to like check in with them and whatnot but there's nothing worse than like putting up like sometimes you want to put like you're like you know what? i'm fucking feeling myself i'm gonna put a little thirst trap up there if you're not familiar with the thirst trap it's when it's like you look really good really sexy and you're literally putting it out there just so someone goes hey you look fucking good and you put it out there and then like 30 seconds later, you got your tía from Mexico saying, Saludos, mijo, te miras muy bueno. Ay, qué bonito. Me saludas a tu mamá y toda la familia. And you're just like, Yo les digo tía de parte de usted. Like, I'll tell them on your behalf that you said hello. But now this post is ruined and I have to delete it because I can't fucking use it anymore. All right, y'all, you've been great. Thank you very much. Keep your hands clapping for Cedric Cabrera. That was a great set. Yay. I have no idea what you said in Spanish, but I'm sure it was very sexy. Your last comedian of the night. Keep that clapping going. Thanks for being here all night, too. Really appreciate it. He's really funny. Hunter Uniac. Yay. How are we doing, guys? I don't even know. Don't even answer that question. That song that Pam played gave me all the fucking answer I needed. Play that song again, Pam. I honestly, if... I was a little bit more stoned. I would let the song play over my entire set for the entire fucking night. Not say shit, and I would have been the best set of my fucking year. It says a lot more about me than anything else. I, uh, how are we doing, guys? I already asked you that question. Shit. Anybody here a uh, older brother? Oldest sibling? You're definitely not an older brother. Are you an older sister? Was that a question? Yeah. Okay. How many sisters do you might possibly have, then? One? Okay. There we go. No, it's, it's weird. Like, it's weird how I became an older brother. You know, like I was five years old. All right, I'm sleeping in my fucking race car bed because I was the shit growing up. You know, and my dad comes in at 11 o'clock at night, sits down on my bed, starts playing awkwardly with my baseball glove, looks me directly in the eyes, and goes, "Son, how would you like to be a big brother?" That's a weird fucking question to ask a five-year-old past his bedtime. You know, I'm five years old. My biggest problem that morning was figuring out shapes and shit. And that was giving me all the control of the Chinese government trying to help out plan his fucking family. Like, it doesn't make any sense, man. It's weird. I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, sorry. I was like, yeah, dad. Sure. What do I need to do to be a big brother? What are the steps? Is there a form I need to fill out? What do I need to fucking do to get little siblings coming in? When's the fucking uh, crow or stork coming in? He goes, no, I'm just nothing. I'm just asking you if I can raw dog your mom really quick. Yeah, fucking weird conversation, you know? I'm, again, five years old. I don't even know what raw dogging means. So I just look at my dad. I'm like, Daddy, if you eat a raw hot dog, you're going to throw up in the morning. He goes, no. Your mom's going to be the one puking for the next three months. Also, don't call me Daddy. It's going to ruin the fucking mood tonight. I know you're shaking in my head. This is a true conversation. Don't worry. I'm just preaching to the fucking choir. It's weird. It's fucking weird. I love my little brothers, but I can't stand them with that conversation going in my head constantly. You know, I love them to death. I, I have to love them to death because they can kick my ass. All right. One's 19 years old. He's six foot four, 275 pounds. The other's 15, six foot two, 225. They're both alignment for football. One's in college, one's in high school. You know, it's, I'm, I'm six foot 190. I'm the perfect height and shape for a fucking Tinder profile, yet they still give me a Napoleon complex. It doesn't make any fucking sense, man. It doesn't. But I, I am happy, though. Because I'm still going to be the smart one, 
in the family because they're going to get fucking brain damage. You know, it's weird. It says a lot about my family. The smart person, you know, the smart brother is the one who just graduated high school. You know, it's weird, though. I love him. Shouldn't be talking shit. I had one lady actually set a milk bar like today. You know, she uh, when I said brain damage, she started doing this. When I started talking shit about my little brothers, weird shit. Not funny in the moment, but it was funny then. Okay. I um, started working out recently. That's how I sound in the gym. You know, it's weird working out. Like, I was able to deadlift 315 pounds a couple of weeks ago, and I thought that was a big improvement. I thought it was something, you know, I should be proud of. But then I realized that's not going to do anything for me for the rest of my fucking life. You know, there's never going to be a family on train tracks, like, tied up by a rope, family of five, and there's going to be a 315-pound dumbbell over them. And I'm gonna be like, dude, I fucking trained for this moment. Let's go. I get there, the train's coming, you hear the whistles, got to look at them mom in their eyes and be like, I got to warm up really quick. I'm sorry. By the time the fucking train gets there, I'm at like 225. We're all dead. You know, the only thing if I do, if I did say them, because I've turned into such a bro now, it's I'd probably ask the family to buy me a fucking protein shake as my reward. All right. You guys have been fun. That's my time. Keep it going for me. Keep it going for every other comic that's gone up. We're fucking done, people. Thank you guys so much. Thanks so much, Hunter Unak, for closing us out. This has been the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, heading over to Delirium right now for a great show run by Warhol Kaufman. Or go to Tequila Mockingbird. Uh, that's another great open mic running in the city every Monday. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks for all of your donations. Thanks, comedians, for your art and your free speech and uh, all that kind of fun stuff. And we'll be back next week on Joke Workshop. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. Bye. A little bit of jock in them. Uh oh. They're showing their boobies. <laughs> These are 70s. They're tanking. Claw Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Claw Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 5834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to Mutiny?
mutinyradio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Nine months ago, a small hand-wrought baton began a journey in John O'Groats, Scotland, packed tenderly into the crusty saddlebags of some adventuress next to her underwear and can opener. At present, the thing is several time zones away, but on its way to San Francisco next month, Friday, October 4th, we will be celebrating its arrival with a party at Moto Guild on Treasure Island. Join us in welcoming the baton and her bearers, the Women's Riders World Relay, to Northern California, making its way back to Europe via everywhere from the furthest reaches of six continents, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Oceania, and on its way across North and South America, igniting a global sisterhood of inspirational women to promote courage, adventure, unity, and passion for biking. There'll be music, food, entertainment, neat bikes to look at, stories to swap, art to ogle, purchase, and people to meet. Everyone is, of course, invited to bring the whole family Family admission is free, but bring a few bucks for food, bevies, a raffle, and cool stuff from vendors. On Friday, October 4th, San Francisco will be celebrating the arrival of the Baton in California at Moto Guild on Treasure Island from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Come celebrate your love of the motorcycle and the women who ride them. For more information on the party and other awesome motorcycle-related tidbits, join the Dames Don't Care Motorcycle Collective on Facebook for lots of Info on the relay, visit womenridersworldrelay.com. Hope to see you there at Moto Guild on Friday, October 4th with Dames Don't Care.
Bob? You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item with